Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And that's just what to expect on Friday, Valentine's Day. And um, what a love song in there. But meanwhile, if you've been following the Love Poem Challenge on the Super Morning Show, you would know that we've had entries from a number of professions, including the police and politicians. Today, the bankers made their statement. My love, mm-hmm. your beauty is the capital of my business. Your pretty face will make me give you a cash discount. Shy. And in return, you can give me a trade discount. Even during non-banking hours, I will make all your transactions come through. Why? Let me make a deposit. 100 million Ghana cities into your heart. No, me pay no account. <laughs> you can cash out later tonight when we meet at the ATM. My love. If you should misbehave there, there will be a provision and a possible write-off. But it would not impact my capital adequacy ratio. Long live our love. May our balance sheet be solid, liquid, and resilient. Some lines there, but Valentine is trending. What are people saying? Absolutely, MFR. So, uh, hashtag Valentine breakup line is trending. Also, <laughs> Valentine's Day is trending. This one from Sandra Bruce says, So, you prepared tea for me with yesterday's water? I can't continue anymore. It's over. Hashtag Valentine breakup line. And the last one, Abu Sadiq uh, tweets at, at Dangaro says, Why should you call me without calling me to tell me you want to call me? I should call you, with, I should call you to, to tell, tell you me. I'll be calling yes, you. It's over. Charlie, then it's really over. That's it for the midday news. I am MFA Pao. There's more news when you log on to myjoyonline.com. Please get your Joy Love Experience tickets now and let's meet at the Labadi Beach Hotel. Dr. Mensah Otabiol is up next with Living Word.
All right, all right, people. This is Kabla Kabla, and uh, the 14th of February is a love experience. Um, come, let's chill. Come, let's hang out. Come with your partner. Come with your loved ones. Come with family. Come with everybody. It's a love experience once again on the 14th. To buy your tickets for the love experience with Becca and Kabla Kabla via Momo, just dial star 920 star 500. Select the buy ticket option and select option three to purchase it. It's a new day. Are you ready to make a change? A new part to journey your way. To explore the things you never imagined. You're ahead of the race. Committed to you. A partner for life, yeah. In partnership with SES, KNET and WolloAfric.com's e-learning project Wolo TV presents Joy Learning, a channel dedicated to providing educational content for all levels. The channel launches with a special focus on senior high school educational content because we believe in nourishing the minds of the future generation. Joy Learning is providing equal access to education no matter whom you are and where you are in Ghana. Joy Learning collaborates with SES, KNET and Wolo TV to deliver a new learning experience. Study with Ghana's top teachers and lecturers on the Joy Learning channel so individuals, senior high schools, community centers and libraries get your multi-TV digital box now. Joy Learning. Keep learning. Everybody to go back. I'm inviting you all on the 14th of February to come through to the Labadi Beach Hotel. It's going to be 7 p.m. It is the love experience. Come along, let's have fun, let's enjoy, and come meet me and come as we give you amazing performances. 14th of February, Labadi Beach Hotel, 7 p.m. See you all there. To buy your tickets for the love experience with Becca and Kwabna Kwabna via mobile, just dial star 920 star 50 hush. Select the buy ticket option and select option. Three to purchase it.
Joy 99.7 FM. hope to many around the globe transforming lives into legacies live in word with pastor mensa otobil and now today's word well i started uh speaking on learning excellence through pressure and i couldn't conclude it so i'm doing part two of learning excellence through pressure. Many of us have come to uh, dislike pressure. Many times people would tell you, don't, don't put yourself under pressure or no pressure, no stress, take it easy. And there is a place for stress management and there is a place for not putting ourselves under undue pressure. But pressure has some very positive benefits when it comes to excellence and that is what we are exploring in this series. I will remind you of where we started off the previous week which is Philippians chapter 3 verse 12 to 14 where the apostle Paul is stating his own personal pursuits in life and I believe that it expresses his mindset and the mindset of Christians. Philippians chapter 3 verse 12 to 14, Paul said, Not that I've already attained or I'm already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those those things that are behind and reaching forward to those things that are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I reminded us that twice in that passage in verse 12 and in verse 14 he uses the word press. In verse 12 he says I press on. In verse 14 he says I press toward. And uh, I explained that the word press is out of the word we get pressure. Pressure. In both instances in the lemma of the Greek that is the original root word Uh, that is used in that passage, the root word is dioko, dioko, which means press, pursue, or persecute. It means to suffer hardship under intense pressure. In other words, Paul is saying, for me to move forward, I put myself under intense hardship. It's not just something that occurs very easily. He doesn't press forward because that's a natural thing to do. He presses forward because there is pressure on him to press forward. And we said that pressure moves us out of inertia. We took note of the natural physical laws of Newton that says that uh, in a state of inertia, in a state where nothing is happening, something or an object is going to be at rest or if it is moving is going to remain at the same pace unless something forces it 
and that which forces it is what I am calling pressure. If you want to move from where you are to where God wants you to be, you need pressure. Something must move you. Either you move yourself or you must be smacked to move. Because sometimes people get stuck in the same place and never move forward. Today I want to use God's instruction on how light was supposed to be provided for in the tabernacle of Moses as a metaphor for pressure that produces light through us. So turn with me in your Bibles to Exodus chapter 27 and we will read verse number 20. Exodus chapter 27 verse number 20. And it reads, And you shall command the children of Israel that they bring you pure oil of pressed olives for the light to cause the lamp to burn continually. Now, in the, on the surface, this instruction is not to human beings uh, because we are not olives. But I'm going to use that as a metaphor to talk about how pressure brings good things out of us. The, I like the Old King James Version because my regular Bible is the New King James. Uh, but the Old King James rendering of the same verse, Exodus chapter 27 verse 20 says, Thou shalt command the children of Israel that they bring thee pure oil, pure oil, olive beating for the light to cause the lamp to burn always. Where the New King James uses the word pressed, the Old King James uses the word beating. So pressing requires some beating. (laughs) So in this instruction, God is showing Israel how to produce light for the tabernacle. Now you have to understand that there was no electricity when they were building the tabernacle. There was no uh, light as we know them. Light normally came from a lamp and the lamp was fueled by oil. At that time, we had not discovered fossil oil or crude oil, petroleum as we know them now. So they had to use oil either from animals or from vegetation. So God is telling them how to produce oil. And in the process, he, he, he talks about things that are applicable to us. And I want to read uh, that passage again. He shall command the children of Israel that they bring you pure Oil. Everybody say pure oil. And it says the pure oil will be from pressed or beaten gray or olives for the light to cause the lamp to burn continually. There are four ideas that I want you to take note of in this passage we just read. The first one has to do with the olives. The olive is a raw fruit. It's a raw fruit. It's, it's, it's not light. It doesn't give oil uh, by itself. And I want you to think of yourself as that olive fruit. You are an olive fruit. Self-contained. You look good. You look nice. But something is in you that must come out. And so God says you will start with the olive fruit. And the indication here is the unripe olive fruit. The unripe olive fruit. When the olive fruit is 
unripe, it is green. When it is ripened, it becomes blackish or black that to our eyes. Uh, but the olive oil is produced from the green olive fruit. The unripe, it's mature, but unripe. So that's the first thing we look at, the olive fruit. And that's you. The second thing you look at is the word pressed or beaten. That is how the fruit releases what is in it. In this process, the olive fruit is pounded in a mortar. More like how we will pound palm fruit when we want to make palm soup uh, for, for, for eating. We, we cook the palm fruit and we pound it. Now that is how God says the olive should be treated. It, you get the olives, you don't cook it, but you pound it. You beat it. You press it. You are crushing it. I don't know about you, but if you were the olive fruit and you were being treated that way, you think the person treating you that way was very cruel. Don't you think so? You think, why are you beating me? Why are you breaking my outer covering? Uh, why are you treating me so nastily? Uh, it doesn't seem like it is an act of love. But the olive fruit has to be beaten. It has to be pressed. The pounding of the olive fruit is a kind of pressure that is being placed on the fruit. It breaks down the fruit so that something precious can come out of it. So you are the olive fruit. There is something in you you don't even know you have. You think you are just a fruit, but God sees you are oil. And you want to remain fruit. And God says, yeah, it's good to be fruit. People can eat you for dessert. But there is something more precious I need out of you. It's called pure oil. And the only way to get that pure oil out of you is that you must be put under pressure. You must be pressed. You must be beaten. And in the process, it will be as if you are being broken down, you are being destroyed. But out of that process, you will discover what is inside of you. So there is the olive fruit, there is a process that is used to break it down, to release what is in it. And then the third thing I want you to note is the pure oil. The pure oil is the quality that comes out of the fruit. Now the passage calls it pure oil and it is intentional. Because this process is not supposed to produce watery oil. The phrase pure oil is oil that does not have sediments or impurities and oil that does not have water in it. For that to ha happen, not only will the oil be beaten so that the pulp is received, but it has to be filtered. It has to be filtered. And you know how we do it. You know, those days, the technology they had then is very similar to our technology now. Uh, you, you would probably take the pulp, 
you put it in a, a fabric, uh, a can of uh, filtering fa- fabric. It can be organza or something like that. And then you squeeze it. So it has gone through pressure by pounding. It is going through filtration. You squeeze it. And as you squeeze it, the pure oil comes out. Two kinds of pressure. One pounding, one filtering. But both are ensuring that this thing that started as just a simple fruit is going to produce pure oil. If there is pure oil, it means there is impure oil. The quality God wants out of this oil is something that the oil, the, the fruit itself doesn't even know it has. 